So it's great to, to be here at St. Thomas Crooks, and thank you, Tom and Alan, for inviting me up. They've asked me if I would share a sort of gospel message, but a, a Christmas message as well. So I've tried to do that. And with only 13 sleeps to go and counting, I thought that might be appropriate. And during those 13 sleeps, while you're running around like someone who's gone completely mad and forgotten that last-minute gift that you've just remembered, I wanted you to remember one name. Have you ever heard of a guy called Jack Kirby? Jack Kirby. So while you're running around on the streets trying to buy whatever you're trying to buy, remember that name, and I'll explain why. You should know who he is because he's affected every single one of your lives, past and those to come. He literally has changed your life, the way you work, the way you live, and especially the way you play. Have you ever heard of him? Jack Kirby. In 1959, Jack Kirby invented the integrated circuit. In other words, the microchip. And that humble microchip is probably one of the most important inventions over the last hundred years. It's a testament to the immense power of tiny things. That microchip is the brain, the heart, and the nervous system of every digital device on this planet. It powers computers, mobile phones, cameras, dishwashers, washing machines, cars, satellites. In fact, everything you can possibly think of has that little microchip in it. And most scholars now rank the development of that microchip as one of humankind's greatest achievements, especially over the last hundred years. Without that little microchip, we would need an extra garage to store our computer, our printer, or our fax machine, or even your mobile phone. You would not probably get it in this building without that microchip. And with the run-up to Christmas, it's estimated that around the world, over 18 billion pounds is going to be spent on consumer electronics. So remember that when you're running around the streets. It's expected that that much money is going to be spent worldwide. And according to analysts, still mobile phones are top of the list for children's presents. So whatever you may planning to buy for your family this Christmas, and when you're running around in a complete stupor, remember that name, Jack Kirby. It's all his fault. So today I want to bring your attention to something a little bit less complicated than the microchip. Not that expensive and something that probably most of your tables will have on during the Christmas period or very soon. Have you ever heard of another man? This man is called Tom Smith and he's probably affected your life as well and especially your children's. He lived in London around the 1800s. And he was the inventor of the humble Christmas cracker. And the Christmas cracker usually contains, I don't know, three things. It's usually got a hat, a message, 
and a gift. So I wanted Amanda to come up and pull this cracker with me. Excuse the pun. Hey, it worked. It worked. So in the cracker, you find, like I said, you find, like I said, nothing. Where's my other one? Amanda, find my other cracker. Come up, pull it. Pull it with me. Hey! So we find in there <laughs> three things. We find the hat. So you get the hat. You all know that is. If you're like me, my head's too big. It never usually fits them, and I'm embarrassed to wear it. But historically, the hat or the crown represents a king. Royalty, wealth, property, lots of money, power. All that sort of thing. That's why you have that in there, the crown. And in the book of Isaiah in the Bible, we hear about a king whose kingdom has no end. We were singing about him in the songs, which were amazing. This is a king above all kings, a crown above all crowns, a lord above all lords, master to none. The Bible tells us that, and I'm sure you know that. It also says that he's timeless, he's ageless, his kingdom is infinite, it goes on and on. His power is immense, his reach is vast. And the Bible says, in a kind of little throwaway comment tucked in the corner, it says this, oh, he also made the stars, trillions of them. He also made the stars. And another book in the Bible, the book of John, tells us Jesus is the light the light of the world. And again, we were singing about that in the song. In fact, he says, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And that's what we're doing at Christmas. God chose to come to us here on earth, this kind of speck in his universe, and be born into our world as a humble, defenseless child, a baby. Not to something posh or grand, but to a working class man, a carpenter, and not to some fancy lady or anything like that, but to a young teenage village girl. Not born in a palace with servants and all the stuff around them that you would think of, but born in a, a stinking animal shed because the classic, there was no room at the inn and she was very pregnant. So this child, this God child, was born in this smelly stable among everything you can think that was in that stable, in the middle of nowhere. In fact, on the outskirts of a desert. Now, no one can say that God made it easy for his son to be born. You only have to read the stories for that. No one said, or no one can say that he kind of took the easy option to help the kid out a little bit. Let's drop him in a palace somewhere. Let's drop him in a really nice area. Let's drop him somewhere where there's lots of money and all that kind of stuff. God didn't do that at all. Didn't take the easy option. And again, the book of John says this about this time now. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So not born into comfort, but born into difficulty. Not born into wealth, but again, born into poverty. Not born into peace, but born into war, conflict, as soon as he landed on the planet. 
the child was in conflict. So when you wear that paper crown, when you struggle to get it on your head, if you're anything like me, just remember what the crown represents this time of year. When you pull that cracker and you put it on your head, it represents a king. A king who gave up his kingdom so he might dwell with us at this time of year. Come down to earth. For us, for me, for you, to bring what? To bring love, to bring joy, and to bring peace, and to bring that word salvation, that we might be set free. The second thing that you find um, in a cracker is a message. Probably it's usually a really bad joke, and I've got a couple to share with you. Don't throw anything. Why did Santa's helpers see the doctor? Because he had low self-esteem. Oh, come on. Help me here. What happened to the man who stole the advent calendar? He got 25 days. I'm dying here. What did Adam say to his wife on the day before Christmas? It's Christmas. Eve. <laughs> Jesus' message is rather more profound than those three that I've just shared with you. And I've got some others, but I won't share them. This message is radical. When it was given, it was beyond belief. It really upset the authorities. It was an outrageous message that he shared. It was a message of love. A love that was so radical that it threatened every authority at the time. In fact, it was so radical, they killed him for it. But when people heard it, when you read about the men and the women that were around him at the time, the message was so radical that they left their homes, they left their families, they left their employment, their profitable businesses, they left everything to follow him and be around this character. Why did they do that? Well, his message, again, was simple, that we could all be free, free from oppression, free from pain, free from addiction, free from all that stuff that squashes us into its mold, free to live the life that God intended us to live. He said, really, don't run after the things of the world because what's going to happen? They're going to perish. They're going to fade. They're not going to be there all the time. What he said is, run to me. Come to me and I will give you life. And I will give you life to the full. I'll fill your life with so much love, so much of me. You'll find it hard to run after those things after you've met me. He said, I will fill your minds and your hearts with hope again. Again, the scriptures say, he says, come to me, all you are heavy laden and burdened, and I will give you rest. And these last two years, approaching these last two years, have been really difficult for everybody for lots and lots of reasons. Come to me and I will give you rest. I will help you with what you're going through. Jesus knew that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And his message was of a life-changing message. Otherwise, I wouldn't be stood here talking to you tonight. And it's one that is still life-changing today. He gave a promise to us that God, Emmanuel, what we were singing about, is with us today, now here, in this place. So that we never need to be alone again. And the scriptures say that 
he will never leave us nor forsake us even until the end of time and that is a long long time the third thing that you find in one of those crackers is a gift and the one that I broke open was one of these little chain gifts which is probably not that useful but it's a gift the gift that God gave was a really important gift a gift in the form of a baby conceived like I said through the Holy Spirit and he moved into our neighborhood the message version of the Bible says basically he bought a tent and he pitched a tent right in the middle of the street right in a village so that he could be with us not some distant character but someone that we can relate to further on in the book of John 316 God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall be set free this is what's so exciting about Christmas that the Christ that Jesus came for each of us today we have this opportunity to relieve to receive this this free gift that I've just been talking about because that's God's nature and it took me a long time to work that out unconditional love and for me that was a really big deal growing up there was always conditions around it unconditional love and it's still a massive deal uh, for me today he gave himself for us dying on a cross even his death was barbaric even to die between two ex-offenders two prisoners two criminals that's what the authorities thought of him so that we might be free he offers us forgiveness he offers us freedom peace joy contentment a new life in fact it says in Isaiah that he wants our lives to be like a well-watered garden if you've walked around the garden like that it's an amazing thing to do before I met Christ you know like Tom said with the book that my wife Amanda wrote you know in my life I've been a thief a prisoner a soldier and a priest and it took me over 38 years to listen to this gospel message that I'm trying to give you tonight I would implore you not to wait that long to read that message he can give us new life before I met Christ my life was more like a desert it was hot it was arid it was dry there was rocks there was boulders it was just hard work all the time and I mentioned at the beginning that it's been said that the microchip is one of humankind's greatest achievement you know Jack Kirby the guy I first mentioned has changed your life with the microchip but that only affects the material things in your life Tom Smith the guy who invented the Christmas cracker has brought joy to millions and I pray continues to bring joy to millions with the Christmas cracker but only for a fleeting moment on Christmas Day when we get them out but you know what a far greater achievement than the microchip and the cracker happened over 2,000 years ago and that's the time of year that we're going into and it's the power that's still affecting us today it's the power that's found in the birth the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ he and not only the microchip is the hope of all humankind the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us Jesus was a king who had this radical message who gave us an amazing gift and no matter how many mistakes we've made 
and I have made a few, that's for sure. Jesus has enabled us to start again. So no matter what you're thinking or what's running through your head now, it doesn't matter because God already knows it. And he says, I love you. I want a relationship with you. I just want to know you. And maybe at Christmas, maybe at this time, you could draw near to him. It's a free gift. And all he asks you to do is to open your heart. And I don't know, it might be just one person in this room that's thinking, do you know what? The crown, the message, the gift. I get it. I didn't know that. I didn't know we had a God that loves us unconditionally, no matter where we've been or what we've done. doesn't matter. He knows it all anyway. And you might be thinking, I just wonder if I could step into that plan that he has for me. Well, if that's you, I'd love you just for a second. In fact, I'd love all of you just for a second to maybe just close your eyes and bow your head. Only because that one person might be wanting to pray something or say something and they're really embarrassed because they're sat next to you or you might be looking at them. So give them a break just for a few seconds. Bow your head, close your eyes. And if that is you, then it's really easy to step into this plan that Jesus has for you. All you have to do is just repeat this prayer in the silence of your heart. The prayer goes like this. Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for the things that I have done in the past that have hurt and offended you. Thank you that you died on a cross for me that I might be set free and live the life of a Christian. Please come into my life now through your Holy Spirit and help me this Christmas time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you've said that prayer, I would suggest that someone you trust, someone you know, maybe one of the team here, you say, I've just said that prayer, and let them talk to you. And if you want to know more about what you've just heard and what the team's been talking about, they want to give you a free gift on the way out, and it's a Why Jesus. And it will tell you a little bit more about the story that I very badly told you. And also... If you're interested and want to know more and you've got those questions in your head that nobody seems to want to answer, then there's an Alpha course starting here on the 17th of January. Myself and Amanda came to Christ through attending an Alpha course. It's there that I found out more about God, about Jesus. It's there that I found out that he had a plan for me. It's there that I found out that he loved me unconditionally. So again, there's two gifts on the way out. There's an invite to the Alpha course. And as a why Jesus for you to have a look as a gift. Amen. God bless.